Welcome to Unconventional Success, where we are rewriting the rules for female solopreneurs. I'm your host, Tiffany Dawson, a business and mindset coach. I help women who value freedom to earn the income they need to facilitate the lifestyle they want. I'll share interviews with successful female founders and my own tips on how to build a bulletproof mindset, make your own rules for your reality, and think strategically about your business so you can earn free-flowing revenue while spending quality time with your family. Remember, you can do life and business in a totally unconventional way and be wildly successful at the same time. The only person you need permission from is you. Hello, I am recording a super quick solo episode today. I feel like I haven't sat down for a solo episode in a while now, so it's so nice to sit down with you here and just chat to you one-on-one. The reason it's super quick is because in 15 minutes time, I've got to go and pick my son up from nursery. I'm picking him up a little bit early today because I am going to the airport. I am off on a five-day, four-night girls trip to Palma, Mallorca, sunny, sunny Palma. It's going to be like around 32, 33 degrees. If you're British, if you're listening in from the UK, you might think this is too warm. I'm from Australia, uh, Melbourne, so it's a little bit cooler there. I feel like high 20s, low 30s is my vibe and I love the sunshine. The thing that I find difficult to tolerate is humidity. So I'm actually not sure if it's going to be humid there or not. I've not looked that up. I've literally just finished packing. I am totally a last minute packer. Are you the type of person who packs days in advance, weeks in advance even? Are you the type of person who's super prepared or are you very much like the last minute packer? I'm the latter (laughs) to my friends and my husband's dismay and frustration. I am definitely the last minute person, um, but I just feel like if I've got my passport, if I've got my phone and if I've got the charges that I need, then I'm fine. I can survive off anything else or buy anything else that I need. So that's my mentality when it comes to holidays. Which are you? I feel like you're either one or the other. There's no in between. You're either like one extreme or the other. Let me know. I would love to hear from you over on Instagram. While I am in a little bit of a rush, you will probably hear from my voice that I'm in a bit of a happy rush. Like it feels exciting. I think the thing is, When I used to work in corporate, my life was hectic all of the time. Rushing around was something that was an everyday reality for me, not just once a day, but literally the whole day. I'd be going from meeting to meeting, office to architect's office or um, structural engineer's office, rushing around, answering emails on the go. And I hated that. (laughs) Like it just felt so overwhelming. I'd get to the end of the day and it would take me hours to decompress. And sometimes I wouldn't be able to decompress and I'd be awake throughout the night, just worrying about things or things that I may have missed because I was in such of a rush. These days I have crafted a very peaceful, slow life where I'm hardly ever in a rush. I basically never have to run from one place to another. My life is full of white space 
and it's just very serene these days. So once in a blue moon, I'll have days like this where I am rushing and it doesn't help. Um, it's not helped by the fact that I am quite a naturally last minute person, but it's kind of exciting because it doesn't happen to me that often. There's this different energy to trying to get things done on a day where you know that you're going to be away for a few days. You don't necessarily want to be working that much. And well, you know what? I don't really plan on doing that much work while I'm away at all, but I am going to bring my laptop because I do love my work. Does this sound insane? I think a few years ago I would have thought, Tiff, this sounds ridiculous. Go on holiday, enjoy yourself. The fact is I really enjoy my work and if I'm on holiday and I wake up a couple of hours early before the other girls, then I would love to be able to smash out a bit of work. So yeah, I am going to take my laptop, but I'm not planning on specifically doing anything in particular. Like I've planned it so that I've pre-made all of my social media posts, all of the emails that need to go out. I have planned it so I don't have to take any calls. So there's nothing I have to do, but if I want to, there's always stuff I could be doing. Anyway, today I wanted to share with you a podcast episode that's very much inspired by one of my clients who I'm working with at the moment. And it is specifically around this light bulb moment that she had between the last session and the session that we had this week. I could see such a huge difference. And I love that moment as a coach when I jump on a call and I'm like, yes, this energy is different. This woman is a different woman to the woman I spoke to a couple of weeks ago in our last session. And this happens usually around like the third to fifth call that we have together, sometimes earlier. Uh, but yeah, typically it happens between the third or fifth call where they've worked through all of the stuff. So in the first couple of calls, it's really about bringing all of the crap forwards, like all of the crap in life, all the energy drains, all of the things that aren't working in business, all of the stuff that is not working to plan or haven't been going to plan in life to the forefront. And that can be tough work because shining a light on the stuff that isn't going so well, that can be a little bit disheartening. But of course, with coaching, you have to have that awareness to then be able to work on how to overcome those things. And usually it is for me within those third to fifth sessions that the magic starts to happen. I mean, the magic starts to happen at the very start, but you can start seeing the results of all of the inner work starting to show externally. So I'm going to give you an example of that with this specific client that I'm going to talk about today. A little bit of background. She currently works nine to five in a very hectic office job. And she came to me for her first session feeling super tired and overwhelmed and overworked, really stressed not really having the energy to set boundaries with people at work, meaning that 
all of her energy and all of her headspace was taken up by worries to do with work. And not just that, she would also start worrying about things in the future that she probably didn't need to worry about just yet. So she'd over-prepare for presentations, she would make sure that she had thought about all the possible questions that the audience members might ask of her so that she had all the facts handy. Her nightmare situation would be if someone asked a question that she hadn't thought of and she didn't know how to answer it. So these were all the worries that were going on in her mind. But on top of that, she had this wake up moment one day where she realized that she actually never wanted a nine to five job. She actually wanted to work in nature and have that freedom of being outside, not necessarily at a desk all the time, having a schedule where she didn't have to work nine to five and maybe had a bit of that freedom. So she had all of this stuff going on and we worked on some specific things, which I'm going to go through in a sec. But basically she had been so busy trying to please everyone else and doing everyone else's priorities that she didn't have any idea what her own priorities were anymore. She had no idea what she wanted in life. She didn't realize how awful she had felt, started feeling about herself. Like her confidence had really dipped over the last few years and she just didn't have the headspace or time to think about it. So fast track to a few sessions later, I could see that things had changed. And this was after she had sent me a Voxer message during that week before this session, telling me that hey, I um, hope you had a great weekend. I had a last minute holiday last week to spend some downtime relaxing, envisioning what I want in my future and to work on shifting my mindset. And I feel super positive and ready to face this week head on. And I got that message and I was like jumping over the moon. I don't think she even realized at this point how different her mindset had been been, how much change had happened since the first time I spoke to her until we had had this chat in our one-to-one Zoom session. Turns out she spontaneously flew to southern Spain for a week off in the sun. It gave her that permission to take that time off, to have that white space in her life, to really envision what her future self would look like, how she'd behave and feel. And this in turn gave her so many ideas, helped her build her confidence of who she was and who she wanted to become. And it was just so amazing to see. So let me break down all of the things that she did in order to make this happen. So obviously all these changes happened while she was working with me one-to-one, but the fact of the matter is she was the one who put in all the hard work. She was the one who was willing to face the mirror and see what was actually happening beneath the surface of her skin to really delve in deep and look at the tougher areas of her life and to have the courage to make those changes. So I was able to guide her and to provide a few suggestions of mindset work that she could do, specific changes she could make in her life and to help her focus in those areas. 
but she was the one who did all the hard work. And I noticed that there were three specific areas that she worked on, which I want to share with you today. The first area was that she worked on increasing her confidence. So one of the first things she said to me was, Tiff, I have just noticed, and even my mum had spoken to me over the last couple of weeks, that my confidence is nowhere near where it used to be. I used to be carefree. I used to make decisions without worrying about what other people would think. Now, every single micro decision I have to make, I think of a thousand different things that could go wrong. And it's just so tiring. I'm always thinking about what what will I do next that will upset someone? So one of the first things we did was to work on increasing her confidence. And the result of that was amazing and very unexpected for her. She thought that increasing her confidence would just make her feel generally better. But actually what it did for her was that it helped her to gain more time. And here's how that happened. She wasted less time second guessing herself and also less time trying to prepare for things that might possibly go wrong. You know how at the start I said that she always tried to think of all the thousands of different questions that people might ask her after a presentation? She no longer did that because she knew that in the moment, whatever knowledge she had was amazing and it was good enough. And if there's anything that she didn't know, she could go and check for it afterwards. Instead of pre-planning and making sure that people knew that she had all the answers all the time, she was like, okay, that's not realistic. That's not genuine. I'm going to do the best that I can and make sure that I spend my energy in ways that are more useful than preparing for the thousand of different questions that people might possibly ask me. She also stopped worrying about when things didn't go to plan. So when something at work happened that didn't quite go as expected, she no longer felt like she had failed, that it was all her fault. Because she increased her confidence, she knew that, yeah, sometimes unexpected things happen and it's not in her control. Or maybe even if it was slightly in in her control, she's only human. She did the best that she could with the information she had at the time. And she felt good about that. She knew that she did everything she could in that moment to make the best decision she could. And now she had that faith in herself that she didn't have before. The second thing she did was to set stronger boundaries so that she could make space for her own desires. Let me explain. So we talk a lot about boundary setting and how it's a form of self-respect and teaching other people to respect you. The thing we don't talk about enough is that through setting those boundaries, that makes space for you to act on your own goals and desires. So she started to eliminate unnecessary meetings. And that was a little bit nerve wracking at first because there were some meetings that were um, set by very senior people and she wasn't sure how to say no. So we worked on some specific things that she could say and some ways to say no that were kind, respectful, and also gave her those boundaries that she needed. So it was a bit of a win-win. 
And when she was able to make this time and space and energy for herself, she then had the time, space and energy to start achieving her own goals and desires. And this is when she started to have all these floods of business ideas that she could potentially look at in future when, if and when she was ready to leave her nine to five job. So you can see here that setting these boundaries not only made life easier and not only saved time, but it started to pave the path for her future goal of not working in a nine to five and not having to be chained to her desk from nine to five, no longer having to work through lunchtime and eat out of a Tupperware box from her desk. And the final super powerful thing she started doing was to step into her future successful self. This is an exercise I do with all of my clients and not once has it failed to deliver. She got crystal clear on what her future self was going to be like. So she kind of closed her eyes, thought about, okay, who is this future woman going to be? She got crystal clear on her thoughts, her feelings, her behaviors, the things that she wore, the type of pens she would use, down to the details of like maybe she would own 10 Cocker Spaniels because she loves dogs. So what are all the specifics and thinking about all five senses to describe this future version of herself? And once she had that written down or had that idea set in stone, she then used that vision of her future self as a role model and started saying, okay, I've got to make this tough decision. What would my future self do in this moment? Or I've got to have this difficult conversation with a client. How would my future self handle it? And through using your future self as a role model, you start acting like that person today. So it brings that future goal so much closer because you are already acting, feeling and behaving the way that your future self is going to. And while she might not have the practicalities down pat, like she, she is still working in a nine to five. She is still coming up with her best uh, business idea. So she doesn't have those things in her reality yet, but she's already feeling like the person who has those things. I wonder if you can relate to this story, whether you don't have a business yet, or maybe you are already full blown in entrepreneurial life. Maybe you can relate to parts of this story as well. And if that's you and you feel like you want to get off this treadmill of overwhelm and being overworked and tired and unsure about the future and you wish to create that space for an expansive mindset to be confident in your ideas to get crystal clear on who your future self is going to be and achieve that vision board life I would love to be the person to guide you through that so wherever you're at come and send me a dm on instagram my handle is at Tiffany Dawson underscore. And let me know that you listened into this episode and you want some pointers to help you create that future self and create that reality for you now. 
If you have any other questions, my DMs are always open. So please come and chat with me. Otherwise, I really look forward to speaking to you again next week, hopefully with some updates of how my girls trip went. Um, I'll be certainly sharing everything that's going on on the girls trip over on Instagram as well uh, on stories. So make sure you follow me there. But otherwise, I look forward to chatting with you again next week. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, I'd be so grateful if you could help me spread the word that this podcast is here to help other female solopreneurs just like you. Please give this podcast show a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts and subscribe if you'd like to see when future episodes come out. If you have any questions about the topic spoken about today, I'm always happy to answer your questions. Come and find me over on Instagram at Tiffany Dawson underscore and shoot me a DM. I'd love to help. Until next time, take care.